0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Online Marketing Simplified. I'm your host, Brad Parnell. I'm here with special guests, Brandon and Deanna from Always Family. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, you know, Thanks, thanks you. for having
0: us. Yeah, awesome. So I'd love for you to maybe explain to everyone just a quick introduction of what Always Family does. How do you serve your
2: clients? So we are a non-medical home care services. So what that means is we actually come into the home. And we help our clients who may need help with just their everyday living things, such as um, personal hygiene, getting dressed, um, cooking, maybe even getting to and from appointments if they're not able to do that. So that's pretty much what we do. We just help them stay in their homes longer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's yeah. great. And how long have you guys been doing that?
2: For right out a year now, we've been doing this.
0: That's great. So for for other entrepreneurs listening. You know, we talk a lot about marketing on the show and and we like to expose, you know, what are some things that have worked for you guys? And then maybe some of the things that haven't worked for you. So (laughs) I'd love for maybe you to kind of share like the journey of some of the things you've done in marketing that have have helped you win or lose.
1: Yeah, sure. So as a new um, agency in the area, um, the biggest thing we've had to overcome when it comes to marketing is just building our reputation. And so we purposely chose not to go with the national brand franchise. So we had some flexibility. But from a marketing and, and advertising perspective, obviously, that uh, has made it necessary for us to build our own brand and our own reputation. But it's been pretty helpful because a lot of our referral business comes uh, based on personal relationships. So a lot of networking events, um, trade shows, really things like that is where we've had to focus here initially. But now we've got some momentum behind us. I'm looking forward to kind of taking a more direct consumer approach is kind of this next phase of our marketing journey.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. So have you guys found that like the, obviously like the reputation and the relationships and the referrals, that's been a great start for this first year.
2: Yes, it's been a huge start.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so so much of a, you know, think about most of our, our clients are elderly. And so they have a whole fabric of care providers that they have to meet with or work with on a regular basis. And so if you get referred from one other, it kind of jeopardizes or puts the reputation of the other one sort of on the table, right? And so- um, we have to work pretty freely with hospice or home health or different skilled nursing facilities, so that there's a level of trust there that we feel comfortable trading work, you know, and sharing clients. So definitely building trust relationships been a huge part so far.
0: That's great. You know, we we work with a lot of businesses that are maybe in startup mode and they don't have that relational equity first, and it's a it's a lot harder of a bridge to cross when you don't have that trust. Yeah. And if you guys have seen like even working together, part of the questions we ask are like, you know, what are those Trust signals or authority or you know what do other people say about you. And that goes a lot further and deeper than just what we say about ourselves. <laughs> so that's have, have you guys experimented with any other sort of like marketing or any digital marketing or anything that you've been like, we tried this and we just we had to pull the plug on it or is that a, a new venture you haven't started yet?
1: Well, I'd say one of the things that we tried were um, paid leads. So in our first attempt at direct consumer really was to go to, there's a national website that's um, pretty well um, known in the industry for directing different people who need, especially seniors, to different care providers. And so it was you know, really pitched to us that that would be a good place to, to cut our teeth on how to do a sales pitch. And it was for that, and we got to practice our sales pitch. Unfortunately, the leads just really didn't convert that well. And they were very expensive. So we're talking five to $600 a month mm. to buy leads that were also being simultaneously sent to our competitors. Ouch. So not only was it a, you know, a, a crash course lesson and the need to follow up quickly, but I mean, it was speed dating when it came to our direct-to-consumer approach there for a while. And so we really didn't think that was the best use of our money, um, which kind of put us on the path of trying to find other ways to do direct-to-consumer marketing yeah. to complement our a partner strategy.
0: So I'm just curious when you would call those leads. I'm sure some of them were already a little bit fatigued. Maybe they've already gotten calls before and they're like, hey, you're the you're the third person that's called me in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, Is without that a call?
1: doubt. And then, you know, when you're dealing with the, the elderly population, um, I don't know if they're so great at remembering who they just talked to. So I'd say one of the, the probably the most common responses was I thought I'd just talk to you, or I just talked to somebody from your company, and it's like, no, actually. That Was our competitor, you know, <laughs> and this is you know, kind of level from scratch, so yeah, that was that was a surprising issue that we encounter almost every time we go yes.
2: And I think the other thing with that is when they, if we were not the first one to call them, they were trying to get right to just tell me what it costs, just tell me what you have. They didn't want to get into the personal side of it to where we could actually get to know them and help them. Mm-hmm. It was more like to your point, they were tired, they just wanted what are the quick. Hit bullet points and then they were done. Like they didn't want to have that long conversation because they'd already had it with one of their They they probably realized, like,
0: oh, my information just got sold. (laughs) So now we gotta get to the brass tacks quick. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Very much so. Understand. Yeah. So I'm curious in your entrepreneur journey, where you guys are at today, what what's your kind of quick backstory? How did you guys stumble into um Always Family? That's a
2: great question. So um, we kind of have multiple, I guess, avenues of how we started this. So um, Brandon and I have always wanted to start our own business. Like that's always been a dream of ours. Um, We just never could quite figure out the right fit because we both wanted to work well together. But we had such different skill sets that we were trying to find that magic opportunity that where we could be of servant, you know, servant hearts in the community. But how could we use both of our skill sets that are so different um, And then um, COVID hit, Um, our grandparents had been having journeys of being sick, and Mm -hmm. um, we watched our own loved ones have to deal with trying to find caregivers, trying to figure out, you know, what do we do now? Um, And we realized real quickly that, you know, that's a need. Um, These families don't usually plan for these kind of things, and then when they do, it's like they just get a ton of information. So. Um, We started looking around uh, for about a year. We started looking for different avenues, different opportunities where we could serve the community, we could work together, and we could help this particular population. Um, And we stumbled across a few different ones. Um, And then this particular um, Always Family, it just that It's small in nature. They have a little bit more
1: credentialing
2: behind it. Like we have higher, um, standards for our caregivers for the care we provide. Um, and we were able to use both of our skill sets, um, to help the family. So it just seemed to be a a good fit.
1: Fantastic.
0: Anything to add to that Brandon?
1: Yeah, I guess I would say, um, you know, the, the decision to to go franchise or not go franchise is something that weighed on us quite a bit, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and as Deanna mentioned, what we love about the Always Family Brand is that they do also recognize that this market um, is changing and it's evolving. And so that's one of the things that really um, excites us as we get into this is, is we're not trying to follow the same tried and true pattern that others have done in the past. So we're kind of like the entrepreneur franchise, if you will, really like trying it. to be disruptive because yes. of the fact there's so many people that are going to need these services in the coming years with the Navy Boomer's Aging. So, um, that's probably the only thing I would add to that is just, um, not only just trying to buy your block and tackle franchise, but trying to be disruptive at the same time has been a lot of fun.
0: So good. And full transparency, I mean, we've, we've spent the full day together, really got to know your business and what you guys stand for. And I love just hearing, you know, the freedom that you give to the people that you serve. You know, when we looked at, you know, the four different options people have when they're making this really big decision and it becomes very clear that if, if you value like freedom and be able to stay at home and still keep your lifestyle the way that you have it and be with your loved ones and not have your loved ones kind of feel like that family drama enslaved to like, well, now I'm the unlicensed caregiver. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's such a cool service that you guys offer. And it's been really enlightening to learn about how you do that. And I think hearing too that the opportunity you guys walked into of being kind of like a, the entrepreneurial franchise working with a lot of franchise owners too, right? Like that's usually the thing it's like, we got in here for the opportunity and now we kind of have to go a little bit rogue because we actually want to win the game, yeah, <laughs> not just yeah, play yeah. the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's cool. So as entrepreneurs, you know, we, we always like to read a lot of books, listen to a lot of podcasts. So I'm just curious, what are you guys, you know, reading or listening to that helps inspire you?
1: Well, um, you know, obviously, like Russell Brunson, kind of click funnels is what initially started me down this path of a, a stronger direct consumer um, approach to how we can bring in business. So it kind of started there. And it's been funny as it's kind of spun off to different people, um, really just, just learning more about marketing. So I try to read or listen to anything I can do around you know, marketing strategy. So that's really been a big one for us. Um, i say another thing that we read a lot is just anything that has to do with Alzheimer's or dementia care, mm. especially. Um, Deanna's a registered nurse, has a medical background. Um, I approach this more from a business side, but in order to truly be empathetic for the people that we're serving, I wanted to be able to, to walk them out in their shoes. And a lot of that went from not only the care we had to go through with our own grandparents, but just reading more, there's some great resources out there from Alzheimer's Association, uh, Tipa Snow is a lady who's done a lot of training in that space. So I really try to read anything I can it has to do with Alzheimer's, dementia, um, ALS, you know, anything like that that our clients might encounter um, that require services, just so I can, again, understand their predicament a little bit better to be sure that we provide the right level of service. Yes,
0: that's great. I love it. Anything to add to that, Dionne?
2: No, I was going to say the deepest of snow, so I'm more on the, the medical side of it. So yeah. I, you know, I do read more into the dementia care because what we try to do is we take that dementia care training and we ensure that all of our caregivers, so I train them on how to successfully go into a home of a dementia client and um, how to handle that safely, how to keep everyone calm and what to expect. Um, because in the world of dementia, I mean, every day is a new challenge. Um, And so we want our caregivers and family members to be fully prepared for that and know how to handle it. And to Brandon's point, there's some amazing resources out there. A lot of families feel like they're on an island by themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And we want to point them in the right direction of these resources because they're not. And you feel like it at that moment because usually it's one thing that just happened and feel Like you've just been thrown into a world of chaos and all this information on Google. And so, we like to be able to point them to the studies like the clinical studies, people who have been doing dementia care for years, they've got it down to a science. You know, that's who like Tifa Snow and the Alzheimer's or you know, organization they have great resources, great starting points. Um, so that's usually what I try to focus on <laughs> well
0: you guys are going to be unstoppable i love that you know you're going deep brandon on the the direct consumer sales and marketing like messaging and we've been able to work on that together with you and it's like it's cool to see you know the collision of, of minds of us kind of being on the same path and then you going deep on the on the clinical side to really be the expert to what the what the clients need you know where you guys and together i think that that's the winning combination so that's That's a really neat match.
1: Yeah, there's one thing I would add to this is that, um, you know, our entire success of our businesses uh, hinges on our caregivers. So our employees that work for us. And one of the things I think makes us different as well is not only trying to be innovative in how we go and work with our clientele, but also how do we attract high caliber caregivers? Because at the end of the day, they're the faces that our clients are going to see every day when it comes to providing the service that we provide. Mm. So what we've really been hyper-focused on as well is creating the experience for our caregivers um, that, that they feel um, connected to us. You know, it's kind of a lonesome job when you're in a client's home and you're helping them. Um, you know, they have a lot of questions at times. Um, obviously, when they're dealing with the kind of clientele that we have, it can be frustrating. And so one of the things we've also focused heavily on as we start this business is building avenues for them to connect directly with our nursing staff. So every family that we serve has a dedicated RN care coordinator for, as their single point of contact. What we've really learned and focused on is that that RN care coordinator is equally as important for the caregiver in the home. Mm. And so Deanna is kind of our ch- chief RN care <laughs> coordinator. Um, it's amazing to me, our caregivers, how open they are with her and calling her almost after every shift to share some bright spot of the day. Maybe share some concern they have that they you know have observed in, in the customer there. But then they even get to the personal aspect. Mm. You know, they're sharing with us what's going on with their family and, you know, they need more shifts for this reason or they can't work shifts for this reason. And just by default, we built these relationships that uh, I feel like our team compared to a lot of others in the market are much more cohesive and that family, you know, that we talked about doing our clients, that same mentality really carries over to our caregivers as well, which is important since it's a competitive landscape to get the top talent that we're looking for. Yeah,
0: that's really good. I love that. So it, let me ask you this. If you were to go back to yourself like 10 years ago, time <laughs> machine, and you're able to give yourself some information of what you know now, what do you th- what, in, what education or what insight would you, would you give yourself?
2: Um, I mean, I think I would have said we need to start this sooner. Like I think we, I, I, I can speak for myself. Um, it was always a dream to be a business owner I had no idea where to start. And then that whole idea of jumping out there and throwing yourself out there and being vulnerable and just trying to figure it out, like seemed very scary to me, especially 10 years ago. Um, So my advice to myself would have been like, jump, just do it. Like because of, to Brandon's point, the relationships that we have made, I have met people from every walk of life, um, our clients, our caregivers, just the family members, like it's amazing. The experience when you see the difference that you're making, it doesn't make that jump so scary. And I think I would have told myself 10 years ago, just do it. Just jump sooner.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Um, You know, I I think the, uh, there's never perfect information. What does that say? You know, like the, the, best time to make a decision was 10 years ago or something like that, right? The second best um, time is today, you know? And I think I, I can be guilty of analysis paralysis and really trying to overthink things. And even with 10 years of additional research, I just still don't think I would have known the things that I've encountered since we've gotten into business. So I'd agree with you, on like I wish we would have just ripped the bandaid and started sooner knowing that this is where we wanted to be Yeah, and not worried so much about the things we couldn't control anyway, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that. That's probably the main thing I'd say. I think the second thing was, you know, um, I would tell myself that don't feel like you have to go it alone. So it's been amazing to us as we've gotten into this is that, um, we've tapped into other entrepreneurs and other areas whose skills like, like your family or your company, right? That, that you compliment, well, we're not strong. Um, we're the same with our referral partners, we provide Mm -hmm. home care that's at a totally different level than a hospice provider, Right. Um, But then there's places we overlap, like accounting. And instead of me having to figure this out, it's talking to another business owner who do you use for bookkeeping and accounting? And next thing you know, you've kind of built this little ecosystem of uh, providers and a support group uh, of like minded folks that really help you where we're weak, I guess you could say. So I thought 10 years ago I had to have all the answers, and I don't. But thankfully, we found other people that have expertise in those areas that do. So that's really been helpful for us, I think.
0: Yeah, that's great. So just as, as a recap, if you guys are listening, um, entrepreneurs, I think the two big things are one is like, don't be afraid to jump, right? Because if if you're thinking about something and you're scared of doing it or think it's like too hard, that's probably a good indicator that you need just to do it Yes, <laughs> because yes. it's just like having a baby, right? Like there's no, you can't ever fully prepare and be ready. You just got to go for it, <laughs> figure it out. And it's kind of like that saying, you know, of like grow your wings on the way down. It's like, you just got to jump because some of that stuff, the insights you gain and the knowledge you gain, like you don't get until you're midair and you're, you're, you're forced to figure it out.
1: 100%. Um,
0: <laughs> we've all been there, right? That's part of the entrepreneur badge we all wear. Um, and then the other part too is the isolation. I think it's so easy for us as entrepreneurs to feel like that isolation of like, we have to do it all alone. We have to be by ourselves. And I think it's, it's really hard for us to be vulnerable because we think like, no one else has it this bad or is going through this thing or has gotten this deep and the truth is like oh wait we you guys have all been here too (laughs) right and it brings that camaraderie of like oh we're we're not weird we're just we're weird because we're entrepreneurs but all entrepreneurs struggle with these things and um it's easy for us to try to carry that burden alone so thank you for sharing that (laughs) absolutely that's good well guys people that want to learn more about what you're doing at always family and find out like how they can get in touch with you. And you guys just service the, the North Fort Worth or North Texas yeah, so area. We
1: basically do uh Tarrant County from so the Western side of the Metroplex. So we predominantly do Tarrant County, uh, Wise County, and David County. Okay. So those are the three counties here in the DFW Metroplex we serve. We can definitely serve people in other areas uh, if the need is there. It just, we found that's where the bulk of our clients and our caregivers live are in those three counties. So it's tend to be where we focus our efforts.
0: Okay, very cool. So if, if you guys are in that area and you're looking for a caregiver um, for a loved one or you yourself are looking for um, some additional care, how can, they, how can they find more out about you guys?
1: Yeah, so probably the best way, um, so our website is alwaysfamily.com. Um, that website is currently being re, um, reimagined, but it'll be launched soon. But um, you can go to that URL and direct it that way. The other way is just to reach out to us directly through email. So it's pretty easy. Our name's uh, brandon.emerson at alwaysfamily.com is my email. Indiana's is deanna.emerson at alwaysfamily.com. So we're pretty informal, small company. So uh, you can still reach out to us through email and don't have to go through some uh, website or form all the time.
0: Love it. Thank you guys. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Again, if you are looking for some help in this area, please don't hesitate to reach out to give you the personal emails. You've got the website. And it would mean the world to us, too. If you like this episode, go ahead and um, review it. And if you think someone else might benefit from it that's in the area that needs to hear this message, we ask you to share it. So we'll catch you next time. Thanks.